Welcome to The Working Therapist with Hayden Bolick, a podcast designed to help you grow more, do more, and be more as a therapist. The Working Therapist is an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. We're glad you've joined us for today's podcast. So here's your host, Hayden Bolick. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of The Working Therapist. I'm Hayden Bolick, your host, and today we have Kevin Brown from International Playthings. I'm so excited because these are great products. We use them all the time in therapy, and I just like talking about toys. It's not the toy. It's what you get from the toy, but I just like toys. It's what I do. I like them. So welcome, Kevin, and introduce yourself. Well, thank you for having me, first of all. Glad to be here. I am Kevin Brown with International Playthings. We're a toy company. And I've been with the company for two and a half years, and I'm a sales rep down here in North Carolina and cover part of South Carolina as well. Great. Yes. And we met at the Toy Fair in New York. Yes. Which is always a good time. And we get to see all the international playthings products. But the thing that stands out to me there that I recognize in New York, but now even more so since I've had the toys in and been playing with them and everything in therapy, is just the quality of them and the fact that they're just well, good quality, simple, when I don't mean simple like they don't do anything simple like they just they do what they say they're going to do which is <laughs> kind of sometimes rare in our toy they don't break and i can use them i can adapt them and use them for all different types of things so they're just great toys well yeah. thank you yeah you said it in new york is true yes you didn't lie no it's it's all there the main thing that we try to focus on is quality and mm -hmm. we were one of the most renowned and respected suppliers in the toy industry and we we want to make sure that our quality is there as well and so what I didn't understand initially about International Playthings was you carry several different lines. Yes. So we work with the Caduzzi line. What else do we use? Well, we have 15 different brands mm -hmm. that we cover. Um, mm -hmm. Some of ours are our own, and then we distribute other ones. So you also carry Early Learning Center, which is ELC, mm -hmm. um, Caduzzi, which is a good one, and our Italian brand, which is Crocetti. Yes, crochetti. I try not to. I'm glad you said it first because I messed that up. <laughs> Which a couple of those crochetti toys, the recently are my new favorite toy. For this sewing toy. We have a video. If if you're listening to the podcast and you want to see, we've just done some videos on that one, and that's fabulous, fabulous toy. It's great. Okay, so several different brands, and then we work with a couple of specific because the few brands that we work with, and I know that they're just a small part of the larger international play things, what you guys going on, but they're great therapy toys because they're just, like I said, they're adaptable, they're quality, and like the Caduzzi toys, the fun time tractor, did I yes, say it right? that's it. And then the What's the thing that spins around and around that you hop over? The Super Skipper. Yes. Okay. I never call them by the right name. And then the Inchworm. What's the real title for the Inchworm? Press and Go Inchworm. You were so, right on it. Yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> so, I make up my own names for these toys in therapy. They're great toys. So how long have you been our rep? I've been your rep for the last two and a half years. Okay. That's when I started with the company. And, you know, like I said, we've met at Toy Fair when lots of people come mm -hmm. in. We can show you all the products. And mm -hmm. it's a great way for customers not only to see what we've got, but to actually play with them. Uh, so we'll have demos out so that everybody can look at. Well, one thing that you're nice about, Kevin, at the toy fair is you don't mind me playing with the toys. Sometimes that doesn't go over well at all the booths. But y'all's booth, you have all the toys out. You can play with them. Y'all don't mind me like, what is this? What, what sound does this make? How does this thing work? Does this thing break easy? You know, <laughs> which they don't break easy, which I appreciate. So that's a good thing. So how do you guys get your ideas for the different toys? Like, where do they come from? Well, we have different brand managers. So mm -hmm. we have a senior vice president of our products, and then we have three brand managers. Okay. So they'll go out. They find different products. You know, they'll go overseas to some of our vendors and suppliers. Hmm. They'll also design things themselves. 
coming up with product ideas. As you know, everybody has an idea. And when I go and sit in front of my customers, I always ask them, you know, what's hot? What's doing well? What do you need? They give us ideas. We pass those along to the brand managers. And then the brand managers put something together. It's usually, you know, 12 to 18 months in the making, but that's when we get new products. And then you usually find out, you're telling me, you usually find about the new products that you've got right before the toy fair. Yes. Usually at the end of the year, we'll come out with it in January, and then our big introduction is Toy Fair in February. Okay. So that really, when I go there, those toys really are hot off the presses. You know, those are brand new. Absolutely. Yep. It's usually the first time that most people have seen them. Uh Uh-huh. I like that. I like having new, fresh things. Oh, yes. So y'all take suggestions that I really actually don't have any suggestions for how to improve the toys. Normally, I do. Like, I'll usually tell people pretty quick, like, okay, well, if you could change this or do this or whatever. But really, I don't have anything for your brands because they do, they're really, they're they're great. (laughs) Well, thank you. We're always open. So if anybody's got any ideas, pass them along. I combine them. Like for the bowling game that we've got, which I love, love that bowling game. But a lot of times I'll take the bowling pins and I'll take pictures to the top of them. You know, so in addition to just a bowling game, we can knock over. I'll get the kids to name the pictures as we knock them down, you know, or I'll have them tape the pictures to the top of the bowling pin and they'll identify or name the whatever it is we're taping to the bowling pin and then we'll knock it over. I've also knocked over the ball, but also the inchworm. The inchworm makes a great like bowling ball. Absolutely. Because <laughs> you Mix. just push it down and it goes and rolls into it. It is a great bowling ball. But also the bowling ball for that bowling game is good because it's weighted. Yes. And that's really nice. But I combine them. I also combine your Funtime tractor toy and those stacking cups. What are the stacking cups called again? The stacking faces. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love the stacking faces. But I take those and I'll hide the animals in those stacking faces. And then I'll make the kids like, well, look, let's look in the big blue one so we can work on like attributes you know, the big blue one versus the little red one or whatever. And then, you know, there's the horses in the big blue one. And so out horse and we'll put him in the tractor. And then, you know, the reward is making the tractor go. So I combine a lot of your toys and you can give me that fun time tractor and those stacking faces. I'm good to go for 30 minutes with a child and I'm having as much fun as they are. So I don't know what that really says about who I work best with, Kevin, (laughs) adults or children, but anyway. Well, these are toys, so they go from six months and up. So there you have it. It covers everybody. So do they ever have kids that try out these toys? Like, how do they try their lines and their toys out and stuff? Absolutely. We will have, you know, focus groups that come in. Hmm. Sometimes we'll get retailers that come in and give us their opinion on them. Sometimes we'll bring some of the kids in. Um, and, you know, especially if we're doing some photo ops, too, we'll take some pictures with the kids and ask them their opinions on toys. So, yeah, that goes on throughout the year at our office. So do your kids, like, think it's Christmas all the time because you're bringing all stif- stuff home all the time? Yeah, every time a box shows up, it's kind of like Santa dropped something off. So they, they're the first ones to open it up. They tear it all apart. And I always have to make sure I check my inventory to make sure I got everything back. <laughs> That's pretty cool to have your dad as a toy rep. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, you got a cool and job. And I enjoy it, too. So it's, it's like Christmas for me, too. <laughs> That's right. Your kids have a dad with a cool job. So tell me a little bit about International Playthings. How long has this company been in business? It was started in 1967 by a gentleman named Ted Keysweater. He is very well-renowned in the industry, and actually this past year won a legendary award for the Astra Toy Group. And oh. so it was a big deal for him. And uh, yeah. he started it. He started actually out of his garage making huh. toys. He would put all his stuff in like one of those little mini bus vans and drive around to different stores and huh. call on customers. And that's how he got started. 1967. Wow. That's yeah, a long time. So, yeah, for 40 years. So we've gone out. In that meantime, we've kind of grown our brands. We're up to 15 different brands now. A few wow. of those are our own. Um, Caduzzi, Early Years, and Calico Critters are right. some of the more renowned ones. 
And then we also have some other ones that we distribute. And it's been a wonderful relationship and growing those. So what was the first toy of International Playthings? Was there a first toy or did he have several that were his first? He had several. There was not one that stood out. And when he talks about it, they were toys that probably, if he hadn't gone out there and sold them, most people wouldn't have bought. But he was you know, out there. He was a salesman. He knew how to get in front of customers. And as he asked people what they wanted, he started developing those too. And you have, like you said, 15 different product lines. That's a lot. So how do you keep all that stuff straight? I mean, that's a lot of stuff to keep up with, right? It is. It really is. But it's what's nice about it is that we've got something for everybody because yeah. of that. You know, so we start at six months. We've got the early years, you know, that go up to 12 months. And then we can work into toddlers. And then we've even got games that will go up to eight plus. So we've got different things for every single customer that we're able to get in front of. The Calico Critters, I know, are huge. Oh, yes. Yeah, everybody's known them. They've been around for 25 years, and that is actually one of our parent company's mm. lines, and that's one of the reasons they bought us, because we were the number one distributor of them. Ah. And Calico Critters is huge, and if you've seen all those critters, you got to buy the house, you got to buy the cars, you got to buy the furniture, and it's a great line. People have a lot of fun with it. The camper's cool. Yeah, the camper's great. You mm-hmm. can hook it to the coop, and you can drive around and do it all. Yes. Oh, yeah. The camper's cool. And so we have like dollhouses and things that we use all the time and therapy. So therapy applications for those toys, you know, we make the little people or critters or whatever you want to call them go to sleep and wake up. And then they, you know, we lots of verbs and lots of functional pretend play that we work on with kids. So there is actually a therapy application for those toys as well. Right. They are fun and they're great in waiting rooms also. The problem with putting them in the waiting room is the kids don't want to come back to therapy. So it's <laughs> somewhat of a problem or they bring their critters with them. But they're great toys for therapy and great just to get toys to sort of expand on pretend play. Because, you know, once the kids get interested in those, they can sit there and play with those calico critters for hours. Well, for a long time. For a long time. Oh, absolutely. There's lots to do with them. I just can imagine if you work for like a toy company like International Playthings, y'all probably just have fun like all the time. Do all the sales reps get together periodically? I know you're what you've got a territory and I'm sure that other people are divided up around the country and that kind of stuff. But I would think it would have to be a fun place to work. Yeah. Oh, it's great. What we were able to do is obviously get together throughout the shows. We mentioned Toy Fair. Mm -hmm. There's a few more throughout the year that we're able to get together. And then, of course, we have our national sales meeting once a year, too. And when we get together, we definitely have a lot of fun. You know, it's lots of toys. We get to play games. And when you say we have game night, we have game night. Do it's, you really? It's everything that you really? can think of. We, we put it all out on the table because you got to learn how to play it. you got to understand huh. it. And so you've got to love to be able to play games, be able to play with toys, to be able to do this job. Yeah, yeah, you do. But your booth at the Toy Fair is active. It's not boring. The people are really nice, and you can tell that you guys really do know your product. Well, thank you. Yes, yeah. that's, that's what we try to make sure we do. I mean, we've got to inform our customers on it so they can inform the, the people that come and buy from them as well. So what is your favorite toy? For me, my favorite toy is the pogo jumper. Really? Um, it's a foam pogo jumper, so it's not your normal uh, metal mm-hmm, piece. It's a mm-hmm, foam one, mm-hmm. and it squeaks. It holds up to 200 pounds, so just about anybody can jump on it, which mm-hmm. is great. And we have a lot of fun with that. It's been one of our top sellers the last couple of years. You're not seeing anything like it out there in the marketplace, Mm-mm. and I love it. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about because it's soft. And you stand on top of the foam pad, and then the band that you use and pull up is rubbery band. Yes. So, yes. It's not that easy, though. Yes. So, uh, You've got to be some serious, like, pogo jumping We person. have some contests with those, so that's going to be fun. <laughs> Kids are significantly better at that toy than adults. 
I've found out through the years. So I try not to pogo jump anymore, but I will <laughs> under duress. We'll get you to try it next time. I'll do it for kids, not so much for an adult. <laughs> so that's your favorite. I also like that train. I'm not sure who makes the pogo jumper. I start to get them confused. That's okay. It's all under one family, so yeah. it's okay. Okay. So, but then the train that you carry with the train tracks that fit together, what's that line called? That's the builder road mm-hmm. that we have. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's through Caduzzi as well. Okay. Um, and our builder road has been around for a long time. It's We've got a couple different versions of it. Mm-hmm. Smaller track, a longer track, but it's got the motorized cars that right. can ride around on. Yeah. See, I like the motorized cars that ride around because you can get them to start and stop and start and stop. And so you can, it's kind of like that fun time tractor. It starts, stop, start, stop. But the train and the train tracks are for a little bit older group. Is that right? Older kids? Yeah, it's for a three plus. So uh-huh. you're, gonna, you're a little bit up there, but it gives them the creativity to put it together however uh-huh. they want to. It's got some mountains and hills so that way they can, you know, they can design it themselves. And you can put those together fairly easily. I don't think it's that hard to put it together. I think it puts together pretty quick and cleans up pretty quick. Yes, absolutely. It's not that hard for me. So in a therapy session, I can get a child to request to build the track. Mm-hmm. And then the reward is getting the train on the track and make it go around and that kind of stuff. I also will put obstacles in the way, though this is an easy one, but I'll put like a horse in the middle of the track. And so we have to move horse, you know, or whatever. And you can adapt that for wherever the child is. Which is great. So you can use our our toys and kind of co-play with them. It can even be a reward toy. And it really is a reward toy for kids if you're trying to get them to work on things that aren't as much fun. So for like if I'm working on a child for articulation who's trying to work on a particular sound, that can be a little bit harder for kids. So, you know, you say the sound or words or whatever five times or ten times or whatever, then you can build part of the track and then more. And then you build part of the track. And so you're working on stuff with them, but the toy keeps them motivated and keeps them interested and involved. And that's a great toy to do that with, even though the toy is not really helping you achieve the goal, but it's a great, you know, it actually is helping you achieve the goal. Absolutely. I use that a lot. And I've seen it used for the occupational therapist and therapy too. I've seen them do it similar for other games that are like harder for the kids to do. So it kind of is a distraction, but I've seen people use it for lots of things like that as well. And I've seen the PTs use the jumping, what did you call it again? Oh, the pogo jumper. Yes, the foam pogo jumpers. Yeah, I've seen the physical therapist use that that one too. Yeah, that's a good one. But then also the super skipper. So describe that because we have that and we use that in therapy. That's actually a newer toy for us. We just bought that one. We've had the pogo jumper in the past, but the super skipper is sort of new for us. It's just a different jumping toy. It is, yeah. So basically what it is, it's got a couple different things you can do with it. Mm -hmm. One is obviously it spins around. Mm -hmm. There's a couple poles that come out and you can see from the video how it looks mm-hmm. but you can change heights so that way they have to jump higher they have to jump lower it's got different speeds it's got the music that plays along with it so that way the kid you know can get used to it they can play with it however they want to and it's still a jumping toy so sometimes for our littler people that one's a good one where they can't do the pogo jumper yeah, you know, that yes. might be a little bit harder to coordinate that sometimes for our older kids. But the super skipper spins around in a circle and you jump when it gets to you. Yes. So for some of our groups of therapy that we do, if we're doing a social group, if we're doing like a pragmatic group or a any kind of group. Like right now, we just finished a bike riding camp. And for that, it's a great group toy because you can put kids all around in a circle. And you can, you know, Susie jump, Johnny jump, whatever. So for sometimes for kids who have maybe some social difficulties and that kind of thing, it can be a great toy because they're moving their bodies and they're focusing on jumping, but yet they're looking at their partner. So it's not like direct play. So for some of those kids who have trouble with play and interaction with people, it's a great toy to work on getting them involved with other people. 
for some yeah. of our little autistic people who have trouble with that. That's a great application for that toy. Did you know like, that? I did not know that. That's See? great. I learned something new. I That's like right. it. Yes. Come and hang out with us in therapy all the time. We have different uses for toys than, I guess, a regular toy store. Oh, of course. Yes. <laughs> so that's a great use for that toy. Kevin, we just did a video on the Combi Junior, what yes. I call the button game, which is a great toy. And we use that. And so if you're listening, you should watch the video that we did. And I talk about the therapy uses for that toy, which has got great ones. But also, what's the one called? I don't, again, I don't remember the names. I make my own name up, like the Combi Junior, the button game, you know. But what's the one with the little buttons? Those are the Fantacolor. So there's a couple of different Fantacolor lines. There's a Fantacolor Junior, Fantacolor mm-hmm. Aquarium. So there's some different ones. Mm-hmm. So we have the Fantacolor Junior. Yes. Yeah. And that's what the little, it's similar to the button game. And that you're putting the little pegs in the holes. Right. But they're little versions. They're just a smaller version. So, yeah, for smaller hands. Y'all are great about giving out free samples at the toy fair. And so that's what y'all gave out last year. And my therapists were using all those free samples. And I hadn't bought those things yet, you know. And I didn't realize how much they loved them. And I was like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) So I realized what was happening. I was like, y'all know those were just like the free samples for y'all to try out, right? (laughs) And they go, oh, we thought this was the toy. I'm like, no, no, the toy's so much better. And so we got the big toy, and I see them out all the time. They do a lot with kids with pincer grips to work on that fine motor, hand strengthening, but also the pincer grips to pick up the small little pieces and put them in the exact places, you know, on the board where they go. Because you can make little pictures. Yeah, it has designs that you can follow, or you can make your own design. Yeah. It's kind of like a light bright, but without the lights. It's a different kind of version with the square color pegs. And our light bright is really hard for some of our little people because the pegs are so little tiny. Yes. So some of our people, they haven't graduated to the light bright. And it's also good quality. The little pegs that you pick up don't break. No, they don't, no. Mm-hmm. We, we make sure the testing on all mm-hmm. that stuff is above and beyond, so mm-hmm. it, they're nice. And it also folds. It's easy to pack up and easy to unpack and all, whereas I think the light bright is significantly harder to pack up and keep all the pieces together and stuff. The Fanta colors all stays together. It's easy to keep it all together. Yeah, it comes in its own packaging, so it keeps it all all in one spot. Just like the Combi Junior or the Button Game. Right. Yeah. And then we haven't talked about it, and we have done a video on what's the sewing game. I always call it the sewing game. Yeah, it's called Philo. Yeah. I, oh my gosh, I love that game. Well, first off, I gave it to all of my nieces. That's like every birthday present I've given this year as the Philo game, and I use it all the time in therapy. And it's somewhat therapeutic for me. Like I could sit there and use that thing and it's relaxing. But we use it, again, that works on nice pincer grasp. So I've seen OTs take a pencil grip and put it on the end of those little, the plastic things that come with that sewing game. And tell me the name again, Philo. Philo. Yeah, Philo, sorry. Uh, I've called it the sewing game now so long that I can't remember the real name, which is Philo. I call it that every day. But they put it on the end of the little plastic things that come with the Philo game. So for the kids to hold the little plastic thing correctly and sort of you know after a pencil and then they'll sew and the kids will sew with that and then you just quick clean it up because you just can pull that shoelace out that toy and the fanta toy are used all the time and with our occupational therapist in all three clinics all the time and they work even for our little people up to our even our older kids so even the three four-year-olds all the way up to school age you know Seven, eight, nine, ten year olds love it. It's a great piece that you can use for dexterity. It's an art kit that you're mm-hmm. able to take those four different colors, the different pens, and make your own design. Mm-hmm. And it is very therapeutic. So it's a great piece. We love it. Yep. And I've, like I said, I've also given it like, for birthday presents. So it doesn't have to just be a toy for therapeutic purposes. It's just a toy that's fun to play with. And little girls and boys love it. Though yeah. I guess if the boy gets older, it's, you know, it's not really sewing, but. 
Not sewing. No, That's not right. at all. That's right. It's art. It is art. The things I've created on it have been artistic. <laughs> <laughs> I can make a mean box and a mean house. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm a great square. Okay. <laughs> but that's good enough for me. So do you know of any new toys that are coming out or all the new toys, like you said, come out in December? Have you heard like, like oh, they might be changing this up or anything? We do know a couple secret. things. Yeah, we kind of hear through the grapevine. The brand managers are very secretive about these things because really? they want to make sure that they have them all finalized first because mm-hmm. we're at about the point where we're getting some things finalized. But I know one of the items that we had this past year was one of our playhouses, which for pretend play was awesome. Hmm. Um, they're little pop-up tents. We had a pirate and a princess. Hmm. Um, they did really, really well for us. So you we're gonna big pop-up tents. Like a big, yeah. Mm-hmm. And as an adult can get inside of there. So it's really nice. Now, I can't stand up, but they can sit up in it. Yeah. So yeah. it's a great pretend play piece. Huh. I think we're expanding on that. Oh, wow. Uh, maybe add some new designs on that one, which I'm really mm. excited about. Mm-hmm. We mentioned the Builder Road earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're going to come out with a new design for that as well. So that's going to mm. be exciting. We've had that piece for a long time. It's always been one of our top sellers. And I think to add something new to it, it's going to make it jump right back up again. Mm-hmm. It's a great toy. Now, we haven't talked about this very simple. I consider this an oldie but a goodie. I don't know. Are those stacking cups or what are they called? The little simple face cup faces? Stacking faces. Yes. Is that an old toy? It has been around for a while. Yeah, it's from one of our companies that we distribute, mm-hmm. and we've used it forever. I mean, it's been in our line for a long time, and it's always been one of the top sellers in that brand. And it's fun. It's simple. It's inexpensive. It's just an easy way to, to play with it. Yeah, they're just a simple little cups. They stack. It's four of them, and they have little faces on them. They're easy to grip. And so we use them in our water tables. We use them in our sand tables in the clinics. I've used them in, like, pool bathtub with when my kids were younger in the bathtub when my kids were younger in the pool I use them now even without water or sand and I use them just in play like I was saying before with that fun tractor I'll hide the horse or the animals in it you know and we'll look inside those cups it's just simple it's a great toy because it's so simple you can do so much with them that's the thing yeah there's a lot of play value to it mm-hmm. that's who, the thing who makes those the ELC that's ELC early mm-hmm. learning center what are some other toys in that line ELC has a huge line. We only distribute about 10 of their products. Mm. Um, but you also you have the Music Garden mm-hmm. that's in ELC. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Which is a, one of the ones that we do well with, and I know that you do well, as, mm. too. Yep. Uh, and there are several other music pieces. There's a big red microphone that you can mm-hmm. use, a keyboard, a guitar. Um, so they do some music pieces, too. Don't they do like the spaceship with the little aliens and you put the people in that spaceship and stuff? Yes, they have a rocket ship, which yeah. is pretty cool because we change it up about every two years. We mm-hmm. change the color, change the characters that are in there. I think there's a dog in there now. So it's, yeah, that's a nice piece. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I remember that specifically because it's so different. Yes. You know? Oh, yes. We talked a little bit about the calico critters in the house and all that, but I kind of like, you can kind of do the same thing with that little rocket ship or spaceship as the same principles. And if you're playing, you know, sometimes boys are too cool for the calico critters, you know, sure. but the rocket ship, they're not too cool for that. And that's just fun. So sometimes that's a great toy. If you're working on the same concepts that you use the calico critters for with little girls, sometimes a rocket ship is a little cooler for boys. Yes, and that's it, perfect. And it doesn't tear up. It does, I mean, really, we've... All those ELC toys, they, they last forever. And like for us, we play with the toy you know, four or five hours a day, day after day after day, and it 
sticks with us. So that's pretty impressive. The microphone we have used also, but it's been a while since I've used that mic. We I need to go back and get more of those microphones, but they're great for just magnifying kids' voices, get them to talk, the kids to talk into those and so they can hear their voice. It's a great motivator for kids and then just fun. I need some more of those microphones, Kevin. Yes, we do them red and pink. Really? Yes, so well, you can do them both ways. Well, wow. You can step on the button to make the crowd noise go loud. You can cool. sing into it. It adjusts different heights. Yeah, yeah. I remember those. I probably need to get more of those microphones. That's what happens. So you get so you play with toys for a while and then but to keep it fresh, it's nice to just like with that pogo stick and the super skipper, like what we're talking about, you're still working on jumping. You're still yeah. working on the same thing, but you've got to keep it fresh because kids get bored with the same thing. So I've used those microphones before. I need to go back and get more of those microphones because you just get, you know, you want to keep it fresh, keep it new. So I need to do that. One more I want to talk about is that flower garden, which it's very, very, very hard to find quality, simple, like I call that a cause and effect toy. You push it, you get things. Quality, simple toys like that. The flower garden, what do you, it's a music, what's it it's called? It's a music garden. Music garden, But it sorry. does have flowers on it. It does have flowers. That's why I call it flower garden. I mean, that toy's been dropped a lot because <laughs> we use it in a lot of our, like um, when we go into daycare centers, we contract with what are called developmental day centers. And so we use it in a lot of classrooms, a lot of classrooms, and we'll have it with kids who are working on a lot of cause and effect. They push the toy. They like to see something light up and music and that kind of thing. So we use it a lot in classrooms and they get pushed off trays onto floors, you know, and so it's been banged up. Those have been banged up quite a bit, but they keep on popping. They keep on working. Yeah. The quality on those is great. Mm -hmm. And the play value on that is wonderful too, because you're able to twist and turn. You're able to push buttons. There's different play modes on there that you can do. So it's a lot of things you can play with it. So a lot of our children who may have like cerebral palsy or other things where they have a hard time pushing the toy, that toy pushes real easily. So it's not like you have to press down that hard. So we see a lot of babies in the office, and we use that toy a lot with our little people who are diagnosed with torticollis or other babies we're seeing, and they love that toy. They, you know, ooh and coo and babble and all that. Our physical therapists use it a lot when they're treating our little people, our little babies. Yeah, we love the music garden. Mm -hmm. That and then the, the little piano toy we have. That's a nice toy. What's the piano called that we have? It's a Playful Piano by Caduzzi. Yep, we use that one a lot. It doesn't light up, so that's a nice toy too because it's a good quality toy. And for some of our children who may have seizures and where things can't light up because the music garden does light up. So for some of our little people who can't do light up toys, that piano toy is great because the little figures move and it makes nice music that's not annoying. Yeah, Some it's easy. Yeah, yeah, and you see the characters swing and pop mm -hmm. up and twist. Mm -hmm. And so, it's, yeah, well, we like that piece, yeah. too. So it's a good motivating toy for them, too. Kevin, I really appreciate you being here and talking to me about international play things and these toys today. Thanks for being here. Well, it's been a pleasure, and I'm glad that you guys use these toys for such a great thing, and it's fun to see some different avenues that they can be used in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Consult me. I'll give you my two cents whenever. I'm always helpful to lend my opinion. Wonderful. We'll take it. <laughs> Good or bad. So if people are listening and they want to go and buy some of the toys we've talked about or some of your other products, where do they go? Uh, the easiest way is to go on our website. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's just www.int. P-L-A-Y, so International Play Things is mm -hmm. just I-N-T-P-L-A-Y, intplay.com. Right. Um, they can go there. They can go search for retailers that are close to them, right. and they can also buy online. They can go straight on there and look for our products. The ones we've talked about today that we use, we currently sell, so you can also go to www.pediatricdt.com and buy those as well for the ones we've talked about. But for the full product line, they could go to the I-N-T-P-L-A-Y, International yes. Play Things. Yeah. Yes, yes. 
They're great toys. I do recommend them, have recommended them for years and do recommend them to people all the time. They're great toys that you can't go wrong. Mm -hmm. So thanks so much. I guess I will see you again around when you're in our neighborhood. But also, will you be at the Toy Fair this year? Oh, yes. Coming up in February. It'll be here before you know it. Yes, it will. Can you believe it? I definitely will see you there, but probably maybe sometime if you're cruising through Fayetteville and you want to stop in. Absolutely. Come on down. We will do that. I need some microphones and some more music gardens. Okay. I'll see (laughs) if I can deliver them myself. We'll have a little jam session. Hey, that'd be great. That'd be great. Thank you again. I really do appreciate it. This has been a lot of fun. You should also check out some of the videos that Kevin and I did today on some of the products that we carry. They were fun. If I say so myself, Kevin, I think we did a great job. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Top 10. So thanks for being here. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And I'll catch you again on another episode of The Working Therapist. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of The Working Therapist, an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. If you would like more information regarding this podcast or would like to get in touch with us for any reason, visit us on the web at www.pediatricdt.com. That's pediatricdt.com. 